Today we're gonna be talking about how men are trash. Shafiq, please give really trash a trigger warning first. Okay. Anyways, uh, like we said before, our podcast is merely for discussion. There, there isn't a right or wrong answer. And if you don't feel the same way that we do, you can just tell us privately. Don't put us your stories. <laughs> oh, and. Yeah. Okay. Basically, uh, we are sorry if you feel offended in any way, form, or or anything. You can just discuss it privately with us. Like, once again. Okay. Sorry. Yes, our Bye. DMs are always open. Now, if you're ready for that discussion, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Abro. Hey What's up? I am your host Nabil Jaz. I am Shafiq. And before we start on today's topic, I would just like to thank every one of you who participated in the Abro hey What's Up live that we did last Wednesday. It was really, really great to be able to talk to uh, our listeners, to those of you who join in, and those of you who called in to the live, right, to like ask us questions, to talk with us. It was a really, really great experience to have with you guys, and I hope that we can have uh, more of these sessions in the future. Once again, thank you so much for those who participated. Anything to say, Shafiq? Yeah, and uh, regarding our life, we'll, we'll probably be doing more soon in the future. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, if you're interested in it, just look out for our stories or posts on our Instagram page. Yes, um, we promise you that we'll be updating you guys earlier than we did the last live. I think we'd like... Uh, talked about it like what one day beforehand but then for our next live probably a week or a few days beforehand uh. but again thank you so much moving on from that we're now going into the today's topic okay why is it titled men are trash relax relax before you guys come at us before you start flooding our dms with threats or something this is regarding the recent um asatiza saga that happened like last Friday, Thursday, around there. Am I right? Friday, Friday. Friday, yeah. Okay, was it Friday? Oh no, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, it happened last Thursday. So basically, for those of you who don't who don't know or who um didn't catch that news, what basically what basically happened was that um in a social media post, someone put up a poll and a pictures of a few. Local Singaporean Asatizas. Asatizas are basically religious teachers, uh, Islamic religious teachers. So they set up a poll and then with a caption on top stating which of these Asatizas would you, and this is literally what they said, gangbang. Yes, it's a damn harsh word to use, but that's literally what is written as the caption of the poll. And mm-hmm. at the start, it was only like, what, 200 plus people who participated. But by the end of the poll, it reached up to a thousand people. And this has caused distress among, amongst many women and also, in particular, our local female Asatizas. And right now, today, to help us with this discussion 
it won't only be me and Shafiq, you know. Two guys talking about women's sexual harassment, it's never going to end right, you know. It's never right to talk about sexual harassment towards women without having a perspective from the ladies' point of view. So today, we brought in, into our show, one of my dear friends, Iman. Say hi, say hi to them. Hello, everyone. So Iman will be here today. <laughs> Eva will be here today to help She's us. She's our third guest, right? So <laughs> third guest, ah. Uh. Uh, third guest, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. Third guest, third guest. Your cousin. Um, so she, yeah. Then Jovus. Third guest. Yeah, she's she's our oh, third guest. I'm very excited. Yes, I think um she will add really really valuable opinions because from the time I know her, she has very strong opinions and um on certain social issues ah, uh, which I think can be really really great to have in this podcast. So that's what she'll be helping us out with lah, basically throughout this podcast. And, you know, that thing that Saga had caused a lot of, has received a lot of traction. You know, so many people have been like, um, talking about it, posting uh, stuff regarding it on how to educate your sons, on how, why we should not blame women. And we're going to talk about all of that. And the thing about this saga is that it has reached to the point where the damn president has even talked about it on her own Facebook. Yes, your very dear Madam Halima Yakum has made a whole post talking about it. So basically, she like she like she condemned lah, blah blah blah, and then she talked about how um, if if I said with a huge if it is our local uh, madrasa students, she would wa- she would not want um, them to be teaching in the religious schools in. Singapore but then obviously Muiz has just recently came out with a statement actually today when we are recording which is Sunday they come out with a statement saying that it is not proven that the those involved in the poll are our local madrasa students or religious school students so Muiz would not want us to talk about or speculate anything regarding that matter but what we are going to talk about today is sexual harass- harassment amongst uh, towards women and let's just start off by asking for a reaction from let, let's let's get Iman first. What was your reaction, right, when you saw the news at first? Yeah, what do you feel? I think definitely the initial reaction is uh, shock and disgust. But I feel like after I got over that shock and disgust, what came next was actually disappointment, because I feel like I've always had a relatively high opinion of like the men in our community. And mm-hmm. I and I think I I guess you could say that would be a little bit naive to say lah, mm-hmm. but I mean I've always had faith in the fact that they were raised to respect women and our boundaries. But I mean of course there will always be a few exceptions in the community and all that, because mm-hmm. like you know I thought with like enough education from the internet and the reinforcement of the idea of respecting women and like not objectifying women, that is taught in our religion as well, which a lot and a lot of us I'm sure had like a quite a religious upbringing also lah. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought like the male perception of women would have changed by now and they would have adopted like a more respectful and dignified perception of women. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I myself, uh, I've always felt uh, relatively safe when interacting with the men in our community. But I think now I am uh, not very sure because I feel like my trust towards them has declined a little bit mm-hmm. and my perspective towards uh, like uh, towards them is has like shifted a little bit since this incident. Yeah. No, and I think uh, I really resonate with what Iman said about the men in our community because 
honestly, right, when I first saw this whole thing, right, I was actually shocked to find out that it was people from Singapore who did it, you know. Like, call me naive or something, right? I expected this to come from, like, Malaysia or Indonesia. No offense if you're from there, you know, if you're listening. No offense to the people over there. But it's because, like, um, Singapore is, has always been very proud of their education system. Like, we always pride ourselves, like, oh, we have the best education system. We teach you everything from A to Z, you know. Our men are prepared for this, prepared for that. And know everything about anything in the world, right? But then for some reason, this thing happened. And, like, you know, I just didn't expect it to come out of Singapore. How about you, Shafiq? Right. I mean, like, for me, I'm, I'm also disappointed uh, by the fact that people are daring enough to do this, especially to our Asatizas. I mean, it's not like they, sh- they should do it to like other people, lah, but mm-hmm. coming from like, okay, us Singapore, right, we are a pretty advanced country. Mm-hmm. We are up to date with everything, like, like socially stuff. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, like I don't understand why we still have this like medieval like mindset towards yeah. women. Yeah, so I'm just like appalled by their behavior. Yeah, yeah, and like again, um, that the, the thing that is really fucked up, right, is that these are asatizas. These are your local religious teachers, and if you see the pictures posted about those asatizas, right, they are covered from head to toe, like you know like how there's always the argument where men make that like oh uh, if you do not want to kenal all these kind of things right cover yourself up or don't wear this don't wear that but but the, but the thing is right you like even now right as we see right now even if the lady is fully covered there's still men and I'm not even talking about like one two or ten there are fucking thousands of people who actually like participated in this pool to think about quote-unquote gangbang a fucking asatiza like what the fuck like bro mm-hmm. this legit just like debunks the whole argument like on uh, what the victim wears or something like matters like anyone of you have an opinion on that? Like, Iman or Shafiq? Um, I think you're right lah when you say that it debunks the argument that oh the victim is supposed to be held uh, entirely or even uh, no sorry like partially or even entirely at fault for the harm that they experience and I think like especially in our society it's very common lah to see that victim blaming happening and because you know we keep having this very like I guess you could say like outdated lah or not even like relevant mindset that uh, victims of sexual assault uh, always have a role to play because uh, they because of what they are, they are wearing because oh because they are mm-hmm. wearing like this so that means like they are asking for it and I think this incident really like opens up and shows how even when women are dressed modestly and like covering their aura and all that they are still vulnerable to sexual assault and harassment yeah. and it explains that it was never about the victim and it was it has everything to do with the perpetrator mm-hmm. and I feel like also in this case there is absolutely no reason why we should be blaming the victim because they are literally just like living their lives and just like posting yeah. like things on like social media like what we all also also like also do lah. Mm-hmm. And so like the argument that your that provocative clothing will stimulate like sexual aggression within men, I think that argument is already totally debunked in this like uh, situation. And you know because of all this victim blaming culture in our uh, society which is like so pre- prevalent 
I think it actually prevents victims from speaking out and then perpetrators <laughs> are like are not punished and then they can continue like committing such acts and then it's like without any consequence and then in the long run it sort of like normalizes this environment which allows uh, sexual violence to be normalized and justified lah. and yeah. it's also like fueled by the persistent gender inequalities and attitudes in our society towards gender and sexuality Yes, yes. I, uh, whatever she said was very, very true. It's like, it's all down mm-hmm. to the perpetrator. Shafiq? Mm. I mean, like, uh, adding on to whatever she said, uh, uh, basically, like, some of the victims even spoke out about how uh, they have been, like, sexually harassed through, like, maybe, like, catcalling mm. or, like, some instances. Even, even if they were wearing, like, loose clothes, like, so... They literally had, there, there's no reason why we should be putting the blame on the victims because uh-huh. if you were to say about the clothing right they're already doing like the best they can yeah so what what else can they do to to avoid being harassed exactly it's, it's literally just up to the perpetrators like you all said so and uh you, you like i have also seen like one of the victims mm-hmm. uh Recently, uh, they saw that they were hacked. Oh, really? They were hacked, and uh, uh, some of the pictures from like back in 2017, where she wasn't wearing a hijab, mm. was like spreading all over the internet. Serious, ah? So, so she was saying like, yeah, they literally hacked her her account. <laughs> she she didn't even post it, you know. It's like literally just in her account. Okay. Yeah. So, uh. You can't even blame her because it's not like she she purposely want to put it out there. It was yeah, for yeah. her own personal use. And I think that was this like a bit scary, yeah, to know like there are men out there who are willing to go the extra mile to like hack people to like fucking get photos of like I don't know these women in hijab, not wearing hijab. Like okay, honestly I don't know. Like okay maybe there are some people in Singapore, but like uh, like out of Singapore, like maybe in the America or something. They they find it very difficult to see people in hijab. Uh. I, I I don't understand why. Like if they if they want to wear, I mean this comes this perhaps can go into another topic of its own. But like trying to uh, make it relatable to whatever Shafiq said. Like why are you so like I don't know like so against people in hijab. You want to see the hair. Like what 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 do you win out of it? Like again, these people don't even need the hijab to be taken off to like you know think about such things really. I feel like yeah. if it was in like uh like and like for example you use the example of like America right yeah I feel like if it was in an American society that would be like uh like the whole want to see like what's under the hijab I guess that's more like common because they are maybe because like the Muslim population in America is so small so they are mm-hmm. like a really a minority I mean even here also but then here it's more common and I I see like you know everybody should be like. Okay with it, it should be like yeah. norm, normal with it, or like moving past it. But then it's like, yeah, it still like exists this kind of like, uh, like this obsession with oh, what's under the hijab? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not only that, I feel like people in general, like non-Muslims, have like prejudice against us. Not us, like like everyone, as in like against people who wear hijab. Mm-hmm. It's like some some of the jobs that. In Singapore, they they require you to not wear hijab. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've seen like the incident last time with the worker at tanks, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think, yeah. Think that, 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 yeah, yeah. So like, 
I don't know why people are like so fast talk about just the hijab. I mean, yeah. it doesn't affect their their ability or whatever. Yeah, it's just like you wearing, like, it's it's just it's just like okay, you can take it as like a a clothing, right? A piece of clothing, right? Mm-hmm. It it doesn't affect your ability. Doesn't affect like how are uh, like how well you do your like in your job. Yeah. So there's no reason why people are, should should be like against it. Yeah, but but that yeah. but that's one that's another topic of its own lah. Uh, trying to relate back to whatever we're talking about right now, like about the hijab. I think what's more disappointing is that, like you guys gave examples of people who do not know the Muslim community or who aren't part of the Malay Muslim community as such. But the thing that really freaks me out is that this saga is because it's people from the Malay Muslim community, from my community, from our community. You know, it's like. That's really what I'm saying. It's like these people are those who are supposed to be, in a way, accustomed to these kind of things. Yet, because they, yet although they are supposed to be accustomed, right, they still like I don't know, try to dig up pictures of our asatizas without hijab or wearing uh, tight clothing or whatever, or like old old pictures of them, um, not being as in a way pious as they are right now, or like even like our own Malay Muslim community, right. So there are some men out there. There are some men out there who, uh, in a way, like I'm sorry to say this, but like, fantasize about these kind of ladies who are already fully covered. Like it comes from our community, and this is what really upsets me the most about the whole thing. It's, it's normal lah to be upset at these things, cause like, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I'm pretty sure like, as a Muslim myself, we I can't, we look up to these asatizas and ustazas or like yes, yes. even ustad lah. Mm-hmm. So I I don't. F- I'm like, literally like, I I don't understand how people could literally have those kind of thoughts about them, you know. Because mm-hmm. like, we put them at like, at like such a like high status, right, mm-hmm. to ourselves. So like, you know, like again, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, it really shows how fucked up like these people are. These people are like, hopefully not the normal, lah, you know, but but like, they, they, you guys still know that there are people out there. I guess I can uh, like pose a question to you, Iman, right? Like, knowing that there are people like this, even whether you cover up or don't cover up, they they will still do this kind of really weird, fucked up things. You as an 18-year-old girl, you know, how do you feel, like, in the society? Like, knowing these kind of things. Are you, like, afraid to post on social media sometimes or, you know? Yeah, at times, I'm not sure if I speak for everyone, but for me, I feel like at times... Uh, I always try as much as possible to be careful uh, in what I post in uh, with what I post in my personal like social media because mm-hmm. I don't want to um, I don't want like the men in, in our community to like see that oh it's an open invitation to um, you know harass uh, me or whatever you know but I mean I haven't had that experience and I'm very lucky for that but I do have friends mm-hmm. who have had that experience some of them it, they like they don't even post anything that is inherently like um, very like provocative or anything but they still get all these kind of like uh, weird messages from like anonymous profiles and like uh, saying like very explicit stuff Yeah. and it really makes me like sometimes also like they can send like threats if you don't like reply to them mm. which is I always see it's, it's something that's very common among like my uh, friends mm-hmm. and I feel very like uh like sad because I think there should be more that should be done to like protect young women in our society even especially on social media definitely definitely like I have like friends I have my 
I I have a girlfriend myself, right? And then I have also like a couple of other lady friends. And I sometimes get them telling me like, hey, Nabi, look at this message again. Who's this? Or like, where is this from? And it's like, it's just really, really weird. And then, you know you know how that uh, stereotypical like um, meme of like Indian messaging you? They're like, like kind yeah. of bobs and like, yeah. they will like misspell boobs and other things, right? And like bobs and something. And it's like, Mm-mm. This kind of things actually exist, you know. Like I thought it was just like a fucking meme, <laughs> but it actually, it actually fucking happens. And, like I don't know if it's actually actually real, or like is it just a bot texting you? But actually, at times it it is actually like a real person who is like typing behind it, and a lot of, like a lot of my like um male peers also say, oh, I didn't know that that actually happens to like yeah girls, yeah, but it does, and sometimes like it the real thing can be like even worse than the meme like the things that they say but yeah exactly like some of the memes are like funny but like the real life things are not funny <laughs> yeah. yeah Shafiq you want to say something I mean I mean if they if they were even bots right I mean it shows that how some people are sick enough to joke about those kind of things yeah yeah yeah, right? yeah it's like yeah. They, they they don't they don't think about the consequences or whatever they just like oh let me just send like a, a huge flow of messages to different people mm-hmm. like thinking yeah, what, yeah. You, it would just get a laugh man. some people could get tra- like traumatized by the fact that they experience it like yeah. I mean like not only them uh, like think about the Asatizas the, mm-hmm. the one that mm-hmm. the victims of the pool you must like wonder how bad it is for them right? how, how 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 like traumatized it must be to, to be even be part of the pool yeah. to have their names their, their faces yeah. shown in the pool like, I don't know and I think or like um um, on the outside of the podcast we got in touch with some of them like I think with a few of them like who perhaps know these Asatizas or like are Asatizas even they themselves even if they are not involved right they themselves are scarred by this um, so-called uh, harassment this harassment has scarred people who are not even involved in the poll itself which shows how how big of an impact right these matters can um can cause to the people in that circle which is really really upsetting to hear lah you know and like uh, talking about like um, harassment to your friends right Iman like in a way like through messages are there like any real life experience have any of your friends like experienced it first hand like someone seeing it or something yeah really yeah they have uh, I have a friend right she, uh, she doesn't even like post that much um, of her or like she has this account mm-hmm. uh, she's an artist uh-huh. but and she uses this account to mainly post like uh, pictures of like her art and her photography mm-hmm. but um, sometimes she would occasionally post her face and it's just you know to like a normal like oh get to know the artist that kind of thing Yeah. but then sometimes uh, she would receive all these like very like crude messages from like no- uh, random people that she doesn't even uh, like know and it's a bit sad because like it it's totally like takes like uh, away the focus from like her personality and the art that she does and yeah, it, oh, yeah. it's just focusing like on her face or like her body you know it's just it's very sad that she says that she cannot really like um, put an end to it because even though no matter how many times she like blocks those accounts there will always be like new ones that will be wow, like wow. coming back somehow yeah so it's like uh, yeah it's, she says it's like very it's very like it, it gets like borderline to a point it's like oh it's just borderline irritating that she just wants to like deactivate it but then it's like a bit sad also like she should be able to have like a safe space to just like you know uh create whatever she wants yes. on like her Instagram profiles without like 
any harassment or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So listening from that, that means she gets like a lot of it, like constantly, almost every day, in a way, lah. Yeah, quite frequent, lah. Yeah. Okay. Now, on this topic again, right? Like, a lot of okay, there are there are men who are out there like justify like these are like oh in a way like men is gonna be men or boys are gonna be boys and like these kind of things are like locker room talk where it's okay because guys usually do it with their own friends and like you know it's just I don't know some of them even argue like people out there should be open-minded to this kind of communication because it is the way guys speak which I obviously I do not I do not uh, attest to that I personally don't speak like that I try as much I think Shafiq knows me very well I, I try to avoid mm-hmm. that kind of things in general but what what do you guys have to say about that argument itself like maybe Shafiq you want to say first I mean like I've I've also seen like like in like groups of friends where like they discuss about like some like loot things regarding like women mm-hmm. itself I mean, m- most of the time, I I try like, bro, like, what, I like advise them like, like, bro, what, what the hell are you doing? What, what the hell are you doing, lah? Like, mm-hmm. come on, have some respect, lah. Mm-hmm. But I just feel that people just don't get, don't don't understand like, uh, like the effect of what they say, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like to them, it may just be all like, ah, we we just joking, right? Yeah, yeah. But imagine if 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 the the people they're talking about were to hear, or even like like other girls were to hear like the kind of conversations they have. Mm-hmm. They they will feel like, like they they will think that uh, like the value mm-hmm. is like that low that men can just joke around like treat them as ob- objects or like sexualize them. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, how to say? Now you 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 you've, you've also seen like this kind of conversations, right? Yeah, it's very common. Like like um, yeah, in secondary school lah. I mean like I'm not saying like. In gen, like my friends in general, but there are groups of people out there that sometimes you just sit with them and then the only things they can talk about are girls. Like okay, if you want to talk about maybe your crush or something like, oh how do I get her number? How do I get to maybe that I can lie on I can lie like okay okay or maybe you try to ask her out or something. Yeah, but then when you go overboard right, when you go overboard when you start talking about ridiculous things right, like like no offense ah like in terms of sex or something like if people that you don't even know you know. Then like it just like whoa you're going over the line like unless you're telling me like you and your girlfriend did the thing and then you want to tell me I will probably ask you to stop but maybe that's okay because both of you consented to it you know but like if it's someone like just crushing on or something your eye candy and you start thinking about all these kind of things like bro what's even your fucking intention in the first place man like you want to get to know her because of what <laughs> because of those kind of things or you really want to get to know her because she's a nice person etc etc you know but these kind of things like like Shafiq say uh, we've experienced it it's very very common but we try to like stay away from it maybe sometimes maybe we are guilty you know because these kind of things sometimes slip out of our mouth slip out of our mouths when we are in private or something and I think I think that's the thing you know I think that's one step to addressing the issue and is that to accept that sometimes you also do it like I I think I would like to accept that sometimes I do it, but not to that extent. But I tend to do it like privately with like my group of friends lah. But then you have to accept that you do that, and then realize that no, even in private setting, that's actually quite messed up to even do it. You know, but yeah, like it's true. A lot of people do that actually. Uh, Iman. 
Uh, yeah, like you said, it's a very common thing to hear in secondary school. Mm-hmm. When I hear like my male peers uh, talk about like, uh, oh, like their crush and then they're like, oh, there's this girl I want to get to know. And then it, it starts from there. It's like, oh, there's this girl I want to get to know. And then suddenly it starts to like uh, go down this like road where the conversation becomes suddenly very sexual and very like mm-hmm. objectifying. Mm-hmm. And even though I may not be the girl who's in the competition, mm-hmm. but it's very telling of the way that they perceive women. Yeah. You know, like, oh, they're just supposed to be uh, this object that I can use to, like, release my sexual desire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's it's very, like, uh, I guess, yeah, it's very disappointing. And like you said, like, even though you acknowledge that you do it, but, uh, and, like, you know, it sort of brings in, like, the idea that um, people all have, like, fantasies, right? So it's, like, yeah. it, the idea of having, like, you know, fantasies, it's, I guess, it's normal. You know, because as humans, like, we all have desires mm-hmm, and it's, like, a very yeah. natural very human thing so it's like okay but you see the thing i think the problems of realize uh, lies in like um how you what you choose to do with that fantasy yeah like because whether you choose to act on it or not is like ultimately like left to like your own free will like you can exactly act on it you can choose to like lie on it and then after that it just like sort of like snowballs into something even bigger yeah or yeah i just feel like also like maybe our youth don't really know how to deal yeah. with that fantasy because it's always there's something that is so like covered and so like blanketed oh I, I don't want to talk about it you know it's like because like malu and all that you know mm-hmm. but um, yeah I just think there needs to be more conversation surrounding like how to deal with such fantasies in a more healthy manner but yeah Shafiq and your reactions to that or something uh, I mean like adding on to what she said like she mm-hmm. said that uh, I feel like some youths don't know how to control their fantasies. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I feel like it's it's not about I mean y- okay, so some people will try their best to control uh, obviously but they, they let mm-hmm. let that get the best of them. Yeah. But I just feel like they don't know where the line is. Mm. Like if you hear the discussions that, that some guys have, right? Like with their friends, mm-hmm. you'll be like you you you'll be like surprised like you are uh, like that there are such human beings that to discuss about like discuss disgusting things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way they they talk about women is like as if they like they don't have like parents to like educate them on this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But so it's like. Yes. Yeah, sorry. But it's like, but that's the thing. Like what you said, they, some some of them don't know where to draw the line because to some of them, what is normal is different to others, from what others perceive as normal. Uh. like, uh, perhaps like. Me and Shafiq, perhaps our parents have said certain things to us, or we have uh, went for certain classes, like religious classes, that has taught us, okay, these are the things you shall not talk about, and you stop that way. But there are some people who perhaps don't get these kind of things, maybe their parents really don't give a shit about them or something, you know, like they abandon them or something. You know, there are, there are some people out there who their parents, like, don't really um, give them much attention. And then sometimes they don't know really where to draw the line, you know, what is right, what is wrong. Because sometimes on the internet, when you try to draw the line from the internet, the internet is a huge um, myriad of things, you know. There are so many different things out there that if you try to pick and choose, right, you may choose the wrong thing to set as your limit, you know. Because sometimes the internet, like, you get, oh, this is normal, but in the context of our society, perhaps it's not normal, or it's not normal ever, you know. And like... Talking about like controlling your fantasies or that, right? Sometimes, right? Okay, maybe this is um a bit 
off track a bit. But like, sometimes these people, when they get their girlfriends, right, or something, right, they tend to, what is that, release all these kind of things, right? Sometimes both of them, they might consent to it, right? And then they just do it like anywhere, you know, like even in school. I think me and Shafiq know, like, of some people who was like, done shit in school, like, like fam, fam, go home. Like, no, don't do it in school, man. Like, wow, if you, we got stories, man, of what we heard or where they did it, like in class or something. Like, no, 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 no. That, that is not why you should be doing it, man. Like, do you have that kind of stories in your school, like, Iman? Yeah, actually, it's so <laughs> weird. Like, always in the handicapped toilet. <laughs> like, oh, what? yeah, that's the, the mean. Fucking yeah. common, yeah. What the fuck? Like, and, and the things, right? When you hear them, when you hear these stories, right? Some of them are like proud of it, you know. Yeah, oh my god. It's like, it's like they're like, oh, hey, yo, look, man, <laughs> I, I did this, I did that. Then you, then then I'll be like, you think I give, you think, you think I care, man, about whatever you do? Yeah, like, I don't give it two hoots of what you do, man. Like, it's just disgusting <laughs> to like do it in school. Like, I st- um, yeah. okay, I'll share this without names, uh, but I still remember one time, right? Like, I think me and Shafiq were in our class, like, lay parking in one class. And then, right. The other class, like opposite, the uh, opposite block, there was one class there, right? And then after that, there was like two people like standing outside the class, like in a way like being security guards there. Yeah. And then I'm like, what the fuck you all doing? Like why you all stand out here like patrolling like that? Oh, sh- 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 stay inside, do inside. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, bro, 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 bro. Oh you go to that fucking extent. And then the only reason they did that, right? Because the teachers were all having a meeting. So there was no teachers roaming the school. So... Oh what the patrollers out there were doing, right? To see the teachers come out of the meeting room, eh, so, so, so. And then they're like, like oh, fuck. When I heard that, like, bruh, like, bruh. I mean, if, oh, if, so... if you are, if you did it, right, and you are listening to it, right, I didn't say your name, but I know who you are. <laughs> like, fam. Oh, you should get some help, uh. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucked up. Uh, but I think, I think, I think that's, uh, like, in a way, like, an effect of not being able to control your fantasies, you know? So maybe some of them like cool like uh, maybe they cannot control it in their minds right then when they have a girlfriend really right wow they want to re- really fucking release all of it you know and they're like oh become like fucked up anywhere you do also okay so, like not in school man not in school yeah I wanted to uh, like add on to your point when you said like oh a lot of us I speak for I think I speak for like a lot a, like a large number of our generation when I <laughs> say that um, we a lot of the things that we discover about like sex and sexuality is from the internet mm-hmm. and it may not be the safest or like the yeah. most like age appropriate thing because even sometimes that we see on the things that we see on the internet may be idealized and maybe inaccurate yes. or so and i think it also plays a role in like the like all the media which we consume like all those like movies and like yeah you know like mm-hmm. sometimes the videos that sometimes like like music videos you know it's like a very like yes um, yes it's like a place where it's like quite common la, and it's very centered around like this like male gaze so women mm. are portrayed as this object of like male heterosexual desire and then this this portrayal will like aggravate this power imbalance between like men and women yes. in a society and then when you like then when young impressionable minds they are like influenced mm-hmm. by the portrayal of woman as like oh they're just supposed to be submissive and endearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they begin to think that oh that's the case in real life and then yes. they completely begin to like disregard like women's personalities and then they measure the worth of women through like their physical attractiveness or like their physical mm-hmm. appeal 
that that's very very well put and yes that is just very very true like <laughs> i think there are a lot of music videos out there that you'll just be like the guy there singing and then around it just like girls dancing shaking their asses and like what the fuck man yeah. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't even link to like the song like sometimes it doesn't even link yeah, to the song yeah. but yeah. yeah i mean you you can see like you can see like in in singapore right like we've gotten like too much influence from like the west mm. like, like, yes, like people yes. from the west right like the americas or whatever like you see, you see how like in both like in north and south america la, they are very open minded about these things mm-hmm. like that like they 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 could literally go out to the street and ask like those weird questions and and they would literally be like oh uh, it's chill yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but so so like we we try not we lah as in like Some people in Singapore would try and bring in like those uh, ideas from like the West mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and try like implement it here. Yeah, it, it just shows that it's 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 gone wrong already, lah. Mm-hmm. It's the 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 ideas the the views on women are like uh very out of context. It's it's, it's changed, lah. Like, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like apa tadi kata? Out of context, like in terms of Singaporean context. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so like very westernized, really, lah. Exactly, like mind colonialism, you know. These kind of things, like <laughs> these kind of things, where people like are so influenced by the West, like they try to do it in Singapore. But you have to realize, though, know, Singapore is an Asian country. We have Asian beliefs, and which are very, very different. And I'm not only saying only Asian women should be respected because of their beliefs or something, lah. That's definitely what I'm saying. It's just that the people in the West, what they accept as okay, might be different from what the people in Asia except as okay but even then I think there's a lot of things being done in the West to change the perception of men towards women because something that's been so normalized for so long they realize it's actually very fucked up and they need to change it even though it's so-called normalized you know mm. and then which brings us to the overarching question about this whole issue why like what's the actual problem what's the underlying problem behind This whole thing is it to be blamed on the education system? Is it to be blamed on Singapore's culture and influence as as a whole? You know what is it? You know is there any reason to it? Or is it just simply because of that person? What do you guys think? Uh, I think one of like the the underlying issue probably is probably sorry. Can I just repeat that? I'm sorry. Yeah, repeat. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, comprehensive uh, sexual education in schools because like mm. I said before um, a lot of what we know about sex and sexuality is through the internet mm-hmm. so when during like all these sexual education lessons in school it's very surface level inf- information it's very like uh, touch and go lah. like mm-hmm. you just like uh, they just explain a bit after that finish already so I think And it's and honestly, the things that they cover is very like uh very basic, you know, just like oh boy girl relationships, marriage, blah blah blah, and all that, you know. And can I just I hold you there? Like, the can you like explain, like maybe you and Shafiq can explain, like what you all go through during sexual education? I didn't participate in any of the classes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I opted out for everything, so like I don't know what oh. you guys go through and like what you guys learn, you know. So like, fun fact, I didn't participate in sex ed at all. Like throughout my whole secondary school life, you're not missing out anything. Yeah, like in general, yeah, whatever they, they, you know, whatever they talk right in, during the lesson is literally mm-hmm. what you can find like on Twitter or like Instagram. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you honestly, yeah, they don't, they don't go deep into anything. 
They find more stuff yeah, on Twitter yeah. so. Like, but yeah, yeah, guys yeah, and girls like, have different lessons, right? Like no. they're separated, right? No, no, sorry. Uh, so. they they're not separated. Oh, really? They're like one class. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So you, you go through like basic like like oh safe sex or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't go deep into like how how we should like treat one another or whatever. They like, they they go with like that. They did very they touch like very lightly one. So there's literally nothing yeah. you're missing out. So like they never touch yeah. one like how to control your lust for something or anything. No, never. No, oh. they don't. Okay. Like I feel like the curriculum should really work on like acknowledging. Like, you know all those ideas that we see on the internet? They should, like, at least mm. acknowledge that. And then they mm-hmm. pro- probably should be dismantling such unhealthy ideas which you see on the internet. Lah. Yeah. And it, I think that mm. approach would be a step towards protecting young women from sexual violence. Exactly. And in the long run, it will protect their mental health also. Mm-hmm. And I think the program should definitely, like, tackle more complex issues, like things like such as, like, consent and sexual yes, objectification. Yes. Like, especially se- sexual objectification. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's something that I think that um, the youth need to be more educated about, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I feel it's, it's a pivotal, and especially consent, that whole concept of it should be like, yeah. covered because it's a pivotal pivotal step in preventing sexual assault and harassment towards young women. We must tell all this to Chan Chun Singh, right? That's the new MOE <laughs> uh, minister, right? Is, is yeah. that his name? Did I say wrong name? Chan Chun Singh, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, correct, Chan right? Chun Sing. Yeah, Chan Chun Sing. Yeah, he's, he's a new one, right? Yeah, he's the new one. He doesn't. F- he doesn't look like he is. Like like an MOE like minister, yeah. you know, like the one before that looks more like an educational minister. But it's okay. We can still raise it up to him. We should probably call him later. <laughs> Wait. What? Wait. Uh, by the way, it's like 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 maras madrasa so like Islamic schools, right? In yeah. Singapore. Are they under MOE? No, right? No, they're private. No. They're private. private. Yeah. So, like, wait, what's that I want to say just now? Uh? Oh, yeah. Um, When you talk about changing the sexual education system, like, is it, just a question, is it better if we were to split both guys and girls, like, so we can, like, teach the guys separately, like, how to respect women? Or is that such a low level that, you know, we shouldn't do that. We just, like, get all of them in one class and, like, teach them, like, oh, the women to your right and that's how you should treat the person and which one which one do you think is like we should be going towards it should be going towards like you know like just let them like mix together and just mm-hmm. interact maybe for some more like uh, touchy topics like sexual harassment and the prevention of it then yeah then mm-hmm. you can like probably like separate them because obviously the experience of like sexual harassment can be very different for like men and women right Mm-hmm. So maybe in such a context, there will be like more appropriate to like separate the both of them lah. But like, I feel like generally, maybe no, we shouldn't like separate. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Shafiq? What do you think? I mean, I don't think it it makes a huge difference if even if you separate it. I feel like you should just uh how to say uh, put it in like smaller groups or like you mix it up with other classes. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the the problem with guys right. Mm-hmm. It's like they, like they, they want to act cool in front of their friends. Okay. So so like whatever they would talk about, oh, they made a joke. Ha! Look at this, bro. Mm-hmm. Bro, like so so it's like there's this like level of like, uh, how to say? Uh, 
they 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 don't, they don't take it as serious lah. I see, I see. I because see. they are they are they're hanging out with like their close friend. Mm-hmm. You know us guys, right? Yeah. We, we, we try to act like masculine or like mm-hmm. macho. And like one another. we we usually don't we aren't so mature enough to take this kind of conversations very seriously. In fact, perhaps we will look serious in class, then outside of class we just laugh it off, you know. Mm. But like, I guess those kind of things like is something we should address, lah. But I do you think the reason why the education is like that is because of how Singapore is in general, you know? Singapore is in general like they find all these kinds of conversations very taboo per se, you know, like. Even with your own parents, you don't talk about this. Even with teachers, you tend to like stay away from opening up to uh, their whoever so called like supposed to be there to guide you. You don't dare to open up to them. Is it like a Singaporean thing as a whole? What do you guys feel? Um, I think I don't know. Uh, how do you say? Uh? I don't know. Eh. For 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 my family, right? We are we are one of those families that don't discuss like private. Or like personal things, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't have the discussion like oh how, how uh how or like, you know the the birds and the bees or whatever. Yeah, know? yeah. It's like we will we will only discuss like oh, like as a human how you treat another human. Mm. Like you should be treating uh women with respect the the same, like vice versa lah. Mm-hmm, and. I f- I feel like some of the uh, like ideology they have is also like pretty like old fashioned. It's okay. like they they don't keep up with the date, you know. So it's like how to say, yeah. The that mm. I mean they 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 come with good intention, of course. Yeah, yeah. But they they are not updated to where uh they don't know that the times have changed and how people act these days. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Iman? I don't know. What what about you? I feel like um, because I think it has like a role to play in our society, which is very patriarchal, and then this whole idea of that the because of the patriarchy, the oppression of women is very multi-layered, and then it it how how do I say it sort of like operates through like inequalities at like the level of like the law and also like the state, and mm-hmm. it is like it is is prevalent in like the home and the workplace. And then okay. it is further like reinforced and upheld by cultural norms, and then it's supported by tradition, <clears throat> education, and religion. And yeah. because of this, right, it just reproduces itself like endlessly, like through all these like norms and structures. Yeah. And then we just see it as something that's just very natural, and mm. so that power imbalance just repeats its cycle. I guess. Yeah. I see. I see. But. And I feel like also. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Like, the social system in Singapore, I guess you can say, like, for lack of a better word, is like quite stifling and like mm-hmm. uh very like constraining, right? And it starts with like oh the education system itself, lah. And like mm-hmm. I feel like we're always like uh like so obsessed with like our studies and like the paper chase, and then yeah. we don't have time to sort of like uh discover like who we are as people, yeah. And like what do we believe in? And like we we don't have time to even like question the the beliefs that are like provided to us at a young age, and okay. then we don't have to th- like the time to even like uh criticize or even like critically mm. like understand the media in which we consume and the role that it plays in shaping like our beliefs and attitudes. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like 
because it, it sort of like stems from that, the patriarchy and the whole mm-hmm. idea of how stifling um, our society can be at times. Yeah. yeah. And I think I agree with a lot of what she said. Uh. It's the kind of things where Singapore's it's been ingrained in the people, like at least the youth in Singapore, like it's very one-way track, you know. You only have to focus on that and only that. So you don't focus on anything else, right? And then because of that, right, you start to forget all these basic things that you should have been doing since young and you forget all the, in a way, like, basic respect. Sometimes you forget about that. Sometimes you forget about, like, um, even the way on how to interact with humans in general. Uh, because whatever you, whatever we do now is, like, we whatever left and right coming towards us we consume we consume we consume then we you know sometimes don't even time to evaluate what we are consuming guys um we will take a short break right now we will come back right after this i think the discussion so far has been really really great and more of this discussion to come in the next part of this episode of why men are trash so we'll take a short like five minute breaks or something and we'll see you in the next part are you listening to? Yo, what's up? Yes, sir.